Hey, Andrew. What's up, Riley? Do you want to record a podcast? Uh, sure, but what should we do it about? Uh, so, my my friend at Cello Buster on, on Twitter, uh, Alex Keswick, uh, says, The first podcast. The first podcast. The, the creators did sing. <laughs> was to... Uh, what was... Hold on. It was four guys from high school with Xboxes playing. <laughs> in basements where, in where? basements they lay. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Without no sleep. And now they converse as though it was deep. Podcast, 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 podcast. This is going to be miserable for you to edit. <laughs> you have fun syncing that up. <laughs> oh, fuck. It has to come out tomorrow, too. Like, I can't put this off. Yeah, this is due in six hours, so have fun. I missed I missed having deadlines from college. This is nice. Uh, <laughs> the first podcast, Andrew. I think that this is a. Um, <laughs> I think this is an investigative podcast. You know what I mean? You mm-hmm. know, like a true crime. This is the ultimate true crime podcast because it's the crime <laughs> of creating podcasting. Who started this? Which one of you motherfuckers? And so we are doing like research. We're hunting down the first podcast. So it's got to be. Some Apple employee, right? No, I think it's before that, right? Well, like Apple Apple popularized it, but I think I guess we have to define what is a podcast. Yeah, like um, so I, I think that the first podcast is something that started. It has to have started as a podcast. Mm-hmm. It's it not can't like a radio be... show that they moved to a podcast or a exactly. video that they put on YouTube that they put the ar- the audio online. Exactly. Um, so I can tell you the first time I ever read the word podcast was on a poster at mm-hmm. a Catholic high school in Covington, Kentucky in, oh boy, what year was that? What year would I have been in seventh grade? Oh, boy. That's a long time ago, I'm realizing. Uh, I started college in 2010, which means that five years before then. So 2005. 2005. I I think the first time I knew about podcast was, Hi, my name is Mark. Mark Hoppus's podcast which was a Mark Hoppus from Blink-182. Okay. Which that would explain see. why I don't know the name. Let me see. Uh, start. Let me type in start here. Mark Hoppus is also the first person I ever followed on Twitter. That was when I was in high school. So Mine was, was the Pope. The, really? I uh, Yeah, if you... Fun thing about my Twitter feed is that um, when I look at like the info about it, it was started in Rome uh, because I was in... Uh, I was in Rome at the time and... Um, the newspaper came out and said, hey, the Pope is on Twitter. And I said, well, if it's good enough for him, I guess I can get on it. And so I started my account and I followed at Pontifex. And it's just like been I've... a wild ride since then. <laughs> I feel like I've heard this story before, but it's still 
baffling to me. <laughs> so Hi, my name is Mark started in 2012. Wait. Yeah, yeah. Wait, hosted a weekly podcast in 2005 through 2006, which returned in 2015. So, yes, 2005 through 2006, I guess, is when I heard about this. Because that's when, like, iPods came out. And then as a secondary thing that was like, how do we do audio that isn't music? We can't put it on iTunes. We'll have our own separate feed for podcasts. And then they've ignored that feed ever since, and it's been the best thing for the industry. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Apple had issued a cease and desist order against a lot of podcast developers for using the term pod, like pod in their products names in 2005. Really? Yeah. I mean, I guess they've got... That's weird to, like, name... That'd be like, hey, we're a television company. And great people would be like, great, we've got a TV show. And they're like, smash a bottle in the bar and be like, you better not have fucking called it a television show. Well, no, because it's, it's weirder than that, right? Because it's like... It's like if if you had if Kleenex was the brand that was out there, they're like, oh, these are Kleenexes, and someone made bigger Kleenexes, and they were like, ah, these are these are uh, towel nexes, and it's like, hey, <laughs> right? Because they're taking the pod from iPod, right? Pod has no other etymology, right? But it's but it's going on the pod, like it's going on the iPod, right? hypothetically so this but that's that's how it started it was only mm-hmm. apple had the podcasting thing right so they were what? like they were like hey give us your podcasts and they're like great here's here's uh <laughs> here's the podcast mine's there but for the grace of pod go we and they were like did you just say fucking pod <laughs> <laughs> you motherfucker did you just say pod come again <laughs> So it's got to be okay so we we so we we know vaguely when we need to start looking mm-hmm. um but we tracked down who the first podcaster was and just say, and it's probably, um, I, my gut says it's an Apple employee who was like, Hey, we're going to do this. And like mm-hmm. proof of concept to show our bosses, this can take off. And we're going to be like, so how do you feel? <laughs> you did this. <laughs> you did this to all of us. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Do you, do you think that Apple sends them re- residuals? I'm I'm now like digging through a article Absolutely called "The not. History of Podcasting," and I have here in August 2000, the New England Patriots launched a IP radio show, which was on demand on their website. It was not an actual radio show, but they called it an IP radio show. It only came through their website and it was called an audio blog so here's the question and we are uh eight minutes in still talking about this mm-hmm. but at which i love it when our pod in our episodes just really start absorbing themselves through their own butthole um <laughs> do we the, the real question is is a podcast does it start when it can be called a podcast what do we def- our question is what do we define as the first podcast? My answer is that if it's calling itself an audio blog and isn't on the podcasting platform of Apple, it's not a podcast. Ooh, here I got I have the I have the origins of the name. You ready for this? It's from Pod, right? Like iPod. 
In, tw- in February 2004, journalist Ben Hammersley suggested the term podcasting as a name for the nascent technology. Seven months later, Danny Gregoire used the term podcasting to describe the automatic download and synchronization of audio comment. He also registered several podcast-related domains. This motherfucker. <laughs> that's, that's how you do it. <laughs> this was then picked up by podcasting evangelists such as Dave Slusher, Weiner and Curry, and entered common usage. And in September, Adam Curry launched a mailing list. Yeah. So so 2004 is the first time someone said podcasting. I Do I have an article here that I can source? Yeah. It was originally called online radio. This is a question that probably matters to me more than it matters to anyone else. But mm-hmm. I feel like in order... The, the question is, mm-hmm. does something have to have been created, quote, as a podcast, end quote, in order for it to be considered the first podcast. I mean, because you can, I can. Un- Nirvana, I can... Pearl Jam, Soundgarden, and 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 the other one, because there's four of them. Um, they didn't go- say we're going to make grunge music. They just made grunge music. You know what I mean? Our Chuck job just Bar- got infinitely harder. Then uh-huh. Chuck Berry didn't say I'm going to go out there and make rock and roll. He just did it. Is that Marty McFly's cousin? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get it. Thanks okay. for getting a joke in here. I know we needed one. For <laughs> Anytime, bud. I'm happy to add jokes to our podcast. Make sure you edit that in into post. Um, hey, hey, hey. Uh, so up? this is a great... We've decided that this is a great idea for a podcast, and clearly somebody should do this. Yeah, we, we spent 10 minutes on this figuring out what is a podcast. So we're, on, we're making great time already. Uh, mm-hmm. Great time, better content. Uh, I got an idea for you. Yeah, what's up? (laughs) So wait, wait, Pod Pajans. Great, great ideas. Better content, Pod Pajans. That's we're not calling our podcast that, but that is a name that is going into my back pocket. Um, (laughs) uh, Philip Chung at Phil W Chung writes in and says. A podcast that teachers can play during class as a treat, but actually because they haven't made a lesson plan. Ooh. So Riley, I got a question. What is what is the finding Nemo of Oh, you got it. You nailed it immediately. Actually, it's not finding Nemo because we're it's December as we're recording this. What is the elf of podcasts? Mm-hmm. Elf Happy Feet was sometimes played for me. Ooh. Uh, got a lot of got fancy. It was Shrek, Happy Feet, and Finding Nemo. So. <laughs> or if you're real nasty, Donald Duck in Mathland. <laughs> For us, it was the first half of Finding Nemo or the first half of Elf, and you never finished it. Never finished it. Some kids out there waiting, like, God damn it. Will they I'll find never the know kid. what happens. <laughs> okay, okay. So we need to be something that is ostensibly, um, like, it doesn't need to be educational, I guess, right? No, it's Finding Nemo. It's garbage uh-huh so what what is it what is the what is the thing that finding nemo shrek and elf all have that is the common denominator is it that it is absolutely harmless uh, honestly yeah i think that that's really the only thing they have going for them um i think that it's like nobody except the person with the weirdly religious parents can look at the movies and go like, we can't show our kids that Mm -hmm. Um, it has to be a movie that like 
we need to make a podcast that no one can object to that is semi-entertaining enough that a teacher can Mm -hmm. put it on but also not really give a shit if the kids don't listen um and it has to be like long enough that it can last an entire class period so a class period if we're going by period sessions that's 45 minutes if we're going by block scheduling that's an hour and a half we did block scheduling in school we did blocks too in high school we switched to block in middle school we did periods but like so we are we're sitting here at an hour and a half what is an hour and a half of just absolutely painless filler content also let me take a second we are we're not going to dunk on any podcast in this bit no i agree we're not going to say any podcast here i i I honestly i don't have one in mind because Mm -hmm. no podcast shit i almost slipped into being mean um (laughs) i i know i know it's hard it's hard no podcast that isn't produced by blank uh fits into this mold um oh no hmm is it do we have to have a narrative right like is it is it a narrative podcast that's just like i think it has to be because we got to keep the kids attention it's an hour and a half um, and it's longer than an hour and a half because you'll never finish it. Yeah, so, so like they, a- they, we, they can only listen to the first half of this. Uh, it can't be about anything with an actual topic because we need to be like, we need, like, the biology teacher could show this, the science teacher, the math teacher, anyone could mm-hmm. show this. So, so something- what is a topicless podcast with no bite? Oh, Andrew, I have one. What do you have? <laughs> it's mean. <laughs> Tell me your mean joke. Is it crit role playing Honey Heist? <laughs> Is it four hours of seven voice actors playing bears doing light crimes? I mean, that might be it. <laughs> it's probably an actual play where they edit. Okay. It's an actual play where they edit out the actual play parts, I think. Mm -hmm. It's just like the, we did this, we did this, we did this. Yeah, anytime you get into, like, rules minutia or, like, talk around the table, that gets edited out. Mm -hmm. Those are gone. And I think that we're playing a game that is, like, accessible enough that anyone listening can pick up on what they're doing, but Mm -hmm. also not, like attachable enough that anyone would really get attached to and mm-hmm. i mean no offense to the game but i think that you got it with honey heist yeah 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 it's a it's meant for a one shot it's meant to 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 spark your brain and then immediately leave it okay so and it's got funny animals doing cute voices which is what these movies need mm-hmm. every movie we listed has a funny animal doing something cute yeah absolutely we got it we got, got it in one. What's what's is the name of this crit role plays honey eyes? I <laughs> I don't think it necessarily has to be. I don't think honestly. I don't think it's crit. Mm-hmm. You know what? I specifically don't think it's crit role plays honey heist. And I don't mean this as as much of an insult as it's going to sound. They're not big enough names. Get their ass. This <sighs> it needs to be. Look, look. Finding Nemo is Ellen DeGeneres and Albert Brooks. Uh, with like, um, I think John Goodman shows up, and like the, a big name plays the shark. You got mm-hmm. um, Elf. William Elf is, is what's his name that I don't like. Um, Will Ferrell. Yeah, that's the guy. And Zoe Deschanel, who wasn't huge at the time, but like was big enough to be an elf. Um, mm-hmm. Shrek so- is fucking Shrek. You know, I, I think mm-hmm. that we need like actual celebrities. 
So who we we can't go to we have to we have to keep our celebrities this kind of like there could be one person that you're like that person's in here okay but yeah like everyone um, else need so Kelsey Grammer yeah okay great Kelsey Grammer's playing Honey Heist alongside uh, The Rock is in it um, Chris mm-hmm. Pratt we're gonna get um, and and then who's our, who's our one wild card our one like what the hell are they doing here is it Charlie Day <laughs> I honestly I was thinking Charlie Day or Jason Mendes. <laughs> <laughs> okay and then a couple of like uh, more b-list actors perfect we got it mm-hmm, mm-hmm. got it in one we got there it we in go. one the it's, gang plays honey heist the gang plays honey heist it has been 15 <laughs> minutes and we're talking about the second idea so i need you to hit me with another topic uh i have two topics for you one is from Stephen moore a podcast where the conversations are compiled entirely from riley's soundboards i have good news about the, an episode of never believe it that's coming out soon happy otoranza everybody <laughs> uh second i have a suggestion from uh my good friend sarah mccostumes who is at otoranza with one a uh a podcast where you wish every single one of your listeners a very pleasant evening one by one Andrew, you know when sometimes people thank their patrons on air I want to pause you real quick. Uh, mm-hmm. You said their their at is O2 Ronza with one A. A, that does not tell anyone how to spell that word. It's not like a uh-huh. normal word that people would be able to spell. And so, yeah. ah, only uh-huh. one A. Secondly, how do you spell O2 Ronza with one A? Well, it's not, it's not, it's not a, it's not O2 Ronza. It's O2 Ranza, like a bonanza. That's one A. Technically, there are two A's, but there's not three A's. Okay, there's two A's. Okay. There's always one A in Bonanza. I mean, there's only... What's the what's the pitch? Sorry, I'm getting podcast caught up on you this. Wish, podcast where you wish every single one of your listeners a very pleasant evening, one by one. So, you know how some podcasts thank their patrons? Yeah. We are not necessarily thanking them, but we are going like... Now, listen... Uh, Jeff Stormer, I know you're in your car right now, and I hope you're having a wonderful time. Know that you are loved, and I hope you have a great day. And then we go down our entire list of people and just kind of wish that give them a little pleasant energy. So, so Andrew, you let's let's go back and forth. Let's let's wish some of our our listeners a good time. Well, so here's the deal: mm-hmm. we're not Spotify, which means that we don't know who listens to our podcast. We know who types in slash hashtag the podcast mind so if you want to be if you want people if you want us to wish you a good night you just got to interact with the show so so we so okay i'm looking at our our numbies right now Mm -hmm. we got 124 listens on the first listener day to our last episode um (laughs) a y'all gotta get those numbies up uh b (laughs) um (laughs) So we need to go through and just like, I'll have a clicker here and we Mm -hmm. just go, okay, uh, we're just going to go back and forth and trade off saying hellos and good nights to people uh, for 124. That's uh, what, 62 each? That sounds good to me. All right. Okay. We'll start doing this next episode. Uh, But in the meantime, (laughs) damn it. (laughs) In the meantime, I got an idea here for a show. Uh, Nathan puts at Nathan cycle writes in and says, can you make an improvised podcast called Yes, Andrew? <laughs> Riley, I don't know how how uh, how into improv you are, but there's a concept of Yes, and, which is where you, yeah. you carry the bit forward rather than shutting the bit down. Yeah. 
And? Yes. And? Yes. Riley, we're really slowing down on this one. We've only talked about like four different ideas. Uh, I'm gonna you're hit. right. You're right. Lightning round. I got a lightning round for you. Are you uh-huh. ready for this? Gotcha. Uh, the Acolyte of False God at Saving Lives at AB274Fantast writes in and says, Hey, I got some podcast titles. Mm-hmm. I want Let's your go. very quick pitches for each of these titles. Got you. Mouth pods. Mouth pods, that's where we, you know how some podcasts try to get rid of mouth noises? Uh-huh. We're only mouth noises, baby. We get rid of the words. Ooh, dad tube. <laughs> dad tube, it's a lot, you'd think it's a lot of decks. You'd think it's a lot of like, all right, this is how you drink Miller Lite. But it's actually just like uh, uh, like dads li- live commentating on NASCAR races. And they're very quiet the entire time, except for like every once in a while they go, oh, 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 and then they calm down again. Okay, just a mumblecore podcast? Yeah, Mumblecore. Yep. Cool. The Mike Sherman. Uh, two peas in a podcast. Two peas in a podcast is where you get uh, two siblings and you lock them in a room together and they have to come out with a podcast. <laughs> this is our get along podcast. <laughs> uh, Mike check. Mike check. We we uh, call your dad and see how he's doing. <laughs> okay. That was in the C, but I'll take it. Uh, leave your vibes at the door. <laughs> that is the podcast we do before recording this episode every time <laughs> we just fucking just let it out <laughs> uh yeah well uh listeners should know uh i've got two therapists and they're both named riley h uh is something that i realized this week uh here we go look upon my pods ye mighty and despair that's this show right that's this show baby yep yep <laughs> okay and yep. growing in the growing in my fridge Wait, sorry, pause. That's not this show. That's when this show is done with Will Smith and then one other famous person. Oh, yeah. The podcast Luminaries? Yeah. All right, what's growing oh. What's growing in my fridge? Uh. Actually, I want to slow this one back down. Uh, <laughs> growing in my fridge is our new podcast that makes us check our fridge every week and throw out the bad stuff. Oh, what's- that's... We're going to get real. What's in your fridge that should not be there anymore, Riley? Oh, Andrew. There's a bunch of rice I made. Mm. And I was like, oh, you know what I'll do with this is I'll add it into like a breakfast burrito or I'll add it into the next time I make something with rice. And it's like, no, I'll just make fresh rice because it's not hard. Yeah. It's nice to make fresh rice. I've got all this beef broth. And so now there's just like stale rice in the fucking fridge. And rehydrated rice sucks. So like, I don't want to reheat rice. Mm Mm-mm. I, I, I have at least two things of rice in my fridge. Um, we also have a wonderful thing that I'm pretty sure moved into this house with us. <laughs> um, and I think it's my roommates. But at this point, I don't think either of us know because it has been sitting in our fridge long enough that none of us want to touch it. Yeah, you have to like, there it comes a time, right? When you're like, I need to get rid of this. But if I get rid of this, it needs to go away immediately. It needs to be as I'm taking out the trash. Yeah, we do not have big enough kid pants to take care of it. It's one of those things where it's like, this wasn't a nice thing of Tupperware. It's going to. Because there's, I will never be able to use this again without thinking, this is the Tupperware that was in my fridge for two years. Uh-huh, 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 uh-huh. And that's one of those things you just don't want to unseal. Exactly. unsealing it is where the danger lies yeah it's like in this a movie the- where it's just like oh they've been fully corrupted by the evil like we can't get we can't pull them back from the darkness now they've just put been a like fucking- fully entrenched they're the fucking zemness of 
leftovers. Get a sticker and put it on it and just, this is not a place of honor. No highly esteemed <laughs> deed is commemorated here. Uh, here is a suggestion from GM Jeff Stormer called Reply Ugh. Guy or Die. Did you say Ugh? I did. <laughs> <laughs> Enemy of the pod, GM Jeff Stormer says, reply guy or die. This is just reply all, right? No, that was the next suggestion they said, which was reply guy all. Oh, okay. I have a reply. I have a I have a reply from our reply guy, our very own reply the guy. The official podcast minds reply guy, Jeff Stormer, I assume. <laughs> yeah hey jeff let me take one quick second tell you i love you tell you you are fantastic and thank you for all these interactions uh but we're gonna put you on fucking blast (laughs) you're on the fucking hot seat buddy um we have the don't at me files by uh, jeff stormer the don't at me files Mm Hmm. the don't at me files is this the x files for weird twitter and actions for weird twitter when you get a twitter interaction that feels like this what am i was i part of the other half of this conversation Mm -hmm. (laughs) this is so yeah i i had this today so i made um a very good very funny advertisement for my um my my hit game uh chess 2 a sequel to the game of chess um Mm -hmm. and riley i don't know if you know this but i uh there's a big hit show on Netflix that's about chess one. Yeah, yeah. And I've apparently heard, I've heard about this chess one's podcast. numbers are up because of it. Um, mm-hmm. So I was just telling people like, hey, you should pick up my game. And uh, then that way you won't be spoiled before chess two. Because you, like, you'll know what the season two is going to be about, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and that way bunch, you have a, a sense Yeah, of and idea. a bunch of people replied to it just talking about how Netflix does their shows dirty. Or about how like... Um, it's cool that chess one's numbers are up or about how it's neat that this industry is having this effect on things. And you know what they're not doing? Not buying chess. They're two. not buying my game. So I need to <laughs> launch this show and figure out what went wrong with this tweet. And why <laughs> did people respond the way that they did? <laughs> it's, it's reverse social engineering to figure out why people just didn't fucking get it. Yeah. Okay. So this is, this is, this is when we come in and we say hey um we're basically doing the hank green uh podcast where he talks about his twitter feed Mm -hmm. to his wife but -hmm. what we're doing is we're saying hey here's a joke that i made on twitter earlier this week and nobody liked it so we need to go in and figure out what went wrong we have a we have a twitter expert here who is like going over our i like the the our, our our tweet and sits there and is like okay so you had a good idea here, but you tweeted this at the wrong time. Or, oh, you didn't like, your phrasing could have been better here and here. Okay. I'm trying to look, I'm looking through my 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 Twitter feed now. The problem is that all of my jokes are just really good and funny. Uh-huh, and they all do gangbusters. All do great numbers, so I it's hard for me to find... Well, tell you what, since this is since you you're having trouble find the finding this, what if I gave you a different suggestion? Hit me. All right. Andrew? Yes. This is a suggestion from me that Jeff hashtagged the podcast minds under it, but I said the suggestion. 
what is the best looking game system? We rank game systems that have been released based on their aesthetics. This is the thing that doesn't matter, but I think that this podcast will earn us both $6,000. Yeah, I feel like this is a good limited run podcast that we just do. And we just get kind of a little bit uncomfortable about each podcast or each, Mm -hmm. sorry, each video game system. Yes. And so are we doing every video game system or are we doing the ones that matter? Uh, well, we got to do everyone. Otherwise, nerds on the internet will be mad at us. Um, I do not want a mob coming for us because we didn't mention the Kalika vision. <laughs> that is fair. Andrew, I guess let's let I'm, I'm just going to say one and I want you to give it a a I'm going to say one. We're going to base everything around the the uh, Game Boy Advanced, the big crystal one. You know what I mean? Uh huh. Like we're good. That is our middle. That's that's where we're starting. You think that that's the most middle-looking pod uh, no. Uh, game? No, system? but you need to you need to start with one. And I wanted to think of some way that I, something I could go, imagine things going over and things that I can imagine. Sure. Okay. Okay. I'm sorry for jumping th- down your throat like that. No, I think it's a pristine game system, and I I, I say like every fucking day that I, they should have never gotten rid of crystal designs on things. I will say we are uh, we are we are barely even one in, and that energy that like angsty gamer energy is already coming mm-hmm. out. So this is perfect. Mm-hmm. We're gonna get mm-hmm. a lot mm-hmm. of hits. All right, all right. So, are you are you are you writing these down? I'm asking you to write these down. I did not realize you're asking me to write these down. Let me write this down. Hold on. Game okay. Boy. Game Boy Advanced. Advanced. Crystal. And then and then Andrew, I'm gonna hit you with the original PS3. The one that looks like a gerbil coffin. Yeah, that big fucker. Okay, it's that huge. one's gonna go under. That goes under the Game Boy Advanced? Yeah, I got written down here, Game Boy Advance and then Gerbil Coffin. Parentheses, PS3. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right, I think I agree with you. I agree with you. Um, now you name a game console. Uh, you know what? I'm going to go with the Wii U. The Wii U. Hmm, a bold decision. It's a game system, but both sounds and plays like you just farted. I think it goes above the PS3 in terms of aesthetics, but under the Game Boy Advanced. Do we have to count for UI in this discussion? No, this is what console looks the best visually. Okay, it's just visually looking at sitting on your shelf. Yeah. Okay. Xbox 360, Andrew. Uh, below the gerbil coffin. Whoa! Because at least the gerbil coffin said something. The Xbox. It said bury a gerbil in me, but it's something. The original Xbox 360. Yeah, the white thing that burned too hot. Yeah, I know the system. This thing, you think it goes under the PS3 in terms of aesthetics? I do. Riley, I feel like I, I got a problem here, which is that this could all be done in one episode, mm-hmm. and I don't think that we can really bring in the big bucks with one episode. I think that we need this to be. An evolving system of like we need we need epi- multiple episodes. We need to be able to tweet and say, "Hey, at Nintendo of America, today we're talking about one of your systems." Hey, at Sega, sorry about your mm-hmm. luck. Hey, Sony, today we're doing this one. So do we do we do one pot one game system? We give like a brief history on it, a brief like a long form description of its aesthetics. Do you remember back in the good old days of games journalism, back when it was good? <laughs> 
when uh, yeah. someone wrote that article about how holding the PlayStation 4 controller was like holding a woman. Yep, 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 yep. They specifically likened it to a boob. Yep. They certainly did. Uh, we're going to make the podcast equivalent of that about every uh-huh. po- every console. Just long-form masturbatory conversations about yes. uh, game consoles. Beautiful. Love that. Love That's, that. yeah, the ultimate gaming content. Now, the, the thing is, I want to say here, the GameCube. Where would you put the GameCube? GameCube is a fun, chunky thing. Uh, it's pretty high. I it's think above it's above the Game Boy Advanced. Uh, yeah, I think it's above the Game Boy Advance. I can't think of anything that goes over the GameCube. Um, not a single thing. Immediately under it is the SP, the Atari Twenty Six Hundred with the uh, wood panel, or the Game Boy Micro. Game Boy Micro is good, but it's too small for the form factor. That Atari 2600 with that wood panel, though, that's, that's good definitely shit. up there. That's definitely up there. I just... That's like stroking someone's hair and kissing them goodnight. <laughs> the GameCube, to me, feels like what I would imagine holding a child for the first time would be like. You know mm, what I mean? Mm-hmm. To feel them in, in, your, in your arms like a life of another human. I like this weird, gross energy we're bringing to this. Good work, team. I like it, too. It's where it belongs. Where I belong. Here, saying weird shit about consoles. <laughs> Tucked nice in with your console, ready to truly feel love for the first time. Mm-hmm. With a video game machine. Hi-ho. Hi-ho. Hi-ho.